Welcome to the Career After COVID podcast, preparing for success after the pandemic, with Fleur Hull and Kim Koreljevic. Hi, Kim. How are you going? I'm good. How are you, Fleur? Great, great. Well, here we are. This is our first episode of the Career After COVID podcast. And just a little starter, uh, just getting to know who it is that's on this podcast. We're going to be co-hosting this for the foreseeable future. It's uh, hopefully not going to last too long because we're going to be out the other side of this and everyone um, back to the new reality. Um, I'm Fleur Hull and I'm uh, unemployed. (laughs) <laughs> as of two weeks ago. So I'm absolutely someone who's looking to uh, restart my career once this crazy time is over. Um, I've got a bachelor's degree in economics with marketing in Japanese, a master's degree in marketing and another master's degree in tertiary education management. And I've worked for most of my careers in universities, advising literally tens of thousands of prospective students through group sessions and individually on their course choices and their career paths and people's careers have always been something that's fascinated me and I've helped uh, I always get asked by family and and friends to help them with their CVs and and LinkedIn profiles and it just occurred to me as I was going through my own I guess exploration of where I'm at now that this pandemic has hit um, that maybe others might want to know about it too. Kim, what about you? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I'm Kim Kralievich. I um, have a bachelor's degree in arts with an extended major in psychology as well as professional writing and editing. Um, I've worked for years in different big organisations and small, so private public. So I've worked in the public sector in Premier and Cabinet doing economic policy and project management, um, event management at really big ag shows, as well as the academic institutions looking at entrepreneurship, innovation programs. Um, So, yeah, look, I've had quite a varied career and I'm probably one of those people that's a generalist. Um, And depending on what year you're talking about, one year it's good to be a generalist, next year it's not so good. You've got to be niche, a generalist. So, you know, I'm always bouncing around that one. Um, and, look, I'm, I'm like you, Fleur. I'm unemployed as of a couple of weeks ago as well and looking to have these great conversations about where we're at because of COVID, of course, but and re-entering workforce. But I'm also doing the whole rethink about how I might enter and where I might enter as well. So I'm kind of taking this opportunity for a bit of a, recalibration as well um yeah while while this whole thing's going on and how long are we going to be doing this for anyway we don't know right so yeah exactly (laughs) yeah Yeah. um just as an aside I think it's important to do a, a shout out to the people who are still out there working on the front lines as well and um uh you know all the people who are in our healthcare sector our supermarkets our transport all those sorts of things and it's um it's great that they're out there kind of keeping things moving along while so many parts of the economy have shut down um and you know we're pretty fortunate here you're in Queensland Kim I'm in Western Australia we seem to be, you know, keeping a, a reasonable handle on on how this pandemic is playing out in terms of the health crisis. 
but we're definitely seeing, um, like so many parts of the world, the the employment, the economic side of this is um, is really pretty severe. And uh, and you know, two women who've had, I think, you know, really amazing careers, and as you say, varied careers across a whole range of areas, um, and then. To be in this position where um, our, our jobs have just fallen out from underneath us, so it's um, it's yeah. In, in some ways, it's freeing, it's liberating, isn't it? Because it's not the usual stigma of unemployment that often comes when it happens just kind of randomly in the middle of kind of normal life, whatever that is. Um, no, that's right. Absolutely, I, I think you know going back to you know even about the health crisis everyone keeps saying there's two ends there's the health and the economics of all of this and where we're positioned in Australia I think we're really lucky in that you know our the management of health here and you know fatalities has been relatively low um we've got some great sort of support packages available to those that can get them. I'm still working out whether I slip through cracks or I'm one of the people that can get some support as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it is, you know, and there are quite a few people that are slipping through the cracks. But um, having said that, at this point in time, um, still, you know, trying to be positive and um, also every day sort of go, wow, kind of lucky that we're here and not other countries where their fatality rates are in the thousands, you know. Um, yeah. So we're obviously doing something right as long as we can keep doing that right thing. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the point you said about, um, you know, at least even though I guess we're worrying about our income and our careers, um, you know, if we do get sick, we have access to free healthcare in this country and um, just even a free test, let alone free healthcare if we are sick. Um, so I know that is, has, you know, it's, yeah, we're really fortunate. So we're, we're, I think that's a, a, an important part wherever you are in the world um, to uh, hopefully, you know, be um, as positive as you can through this and, and, um, and you know, help yourself to get through the other side. And, and, you know, hopefully this podcast will give you some ideas for how to remain positive, to keep your levels of confidence up and your motivation. Yeah. I think the good thing to flow with our conversations too is we're all so brutally honest. So while, you know, I'm saying chin up everyone, I'm having days where I'm like, oh, my God, really? Like this is what I'm like right now? Like, you know, I wasn't planning on this. So who would have thought at my age I'd be sitting here talking about this stuff? But, hey, that's life. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing every day what I can to sort of refocus and, calm the mind a little bit yeah yeah. absolutely that's right and I guess that leads on to you know why we've we've set up this podcast it's um Mm. really been um (laughs) in my mind I, I I've been thinking about doing a podcast for a while but um what I wasn't sure which which aspect of of my interests I was going to to explore um and then we had that chat yes literally yesterday and um or was it the day before maybe? But anyway, we we it just occurred to me that we're discussing all of these career issues and where we're at and jobs that we're applying for that we don't even want but that we still can't even get. And yes. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, how does that make you feel? And so, um, yeah, it just it just seemed like a logical next step to to share our stories and and maybe if we can help a handful of other people and and see where it leads. Um, and and also, it actually helps with the sense of isolation to think that we're talking to maybe a few others or, you know, a few dozen others maybe if we're lucky who are out there because we're both extroverts and uh, it's really hard not being able to kind of get yourself out there in front of people when it's it's so much a part of um, my natural inc- inclination to just want to talk to people and and hear their ideas and their stories. So um, yeah, it's it's serving uh, a need for us as much as uh, anything it might do to help others. So yeah, we're, we're um, yeah. that that's sort of where it's come from, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And uh, in terms of, I guess, what we plan to do on this podcast, we haven't really set a schedule yet, Kim. I guess it's going to come a little bit organically um, to begin with. I mean, um, it's not like our diaries are full of other appointments at the moment. Um, (laughs) I've got my kids home from school and, um, yeah, so just finding moments in the day where I can keep them quiet so that I can record something. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping we can do this a couple of times a week at least and yeah. uh, see what a sort of response we get. And, you know, we'd love to hear, uh, if you're out there and you're our first listeners, um, leave us some comments and, and let us know what you liked about the podcast when it's finished and, uh, and the rating. And, um, yeah, we'll try and bring you uh, more and more content, uh, to help you get through this, this, uh, crazy time. Absolutely. So for today's episode, we, I guess we thought we'd talk a little bit about what we've been doing to cope with the shock and the changes to our lifestyles and um, I guess some of the reflections that we're doing on where we're at, uh, the jobs we've, we've just moved out of, whether they were the sorts of things that we want to go back to um and um and also just around general I guess sort of mental health stuff understanding yourself getting yourself prepared really for the next phase of your career because even if you do go back to the same job after this is over it's going to be a different workplace uh things are just going to be different the way the world operates so um using this time without putting too much pressure on yourself but using this time to really gear up um so that's sort of something to talk about um and setting some goals some some realistic goals um that are i guess yeah achievable and are not going to stress you out you know chunking i guess the things that you want to do so that you're not overwhelmed and and that's something that kim you know you and i have been talking about that that we're both the sort of people that have a lot of ideas. We've always got, you know, at least a handful of kind of business ideas and um, content ideas and all sorts of things, you know, springing up in our minds. Um, and, and this pandemic has, I think, for some people, you know, there's, there's new opportunities for, for new niches or different ways to 
go about old niches because of the pandemic. So I think, you know, there's a lot of people in our position where they're having, you know, ideas pop into their head, but then there's a sense of overwhelm of which kind of rabbit hole to go down, which which idea to explore. So do you want to talk a little bit about how you've sort of been the last couple of weeks? Because you were in Sydney. That was your last job. So you moved right. back home to Queensland. Yeah. Yeah, so I jumped out of the routine of having a job. So um, I worked for the Royal Agricultural Society of New South Wales on the Sydney Royal Easter Show, which, of course, was cancelled for about the first time in 140 years. Um, So I was looking at sponsorship, partnerships, advertising. Um, I've worked across event management there on and off for years too. So I was in the middle of all of that, a huge event in a really big city, living in the inner city, um that got shut down we all sort of got stood down and within the time frame before kind of borders closed and everything I decided to come home to Queensland where I live in a little town in the country so I've gone from having a really big long day of routine in a really huge big city to kind of doing nothing in a little country town so I kind of underestimated that having said that it's actually been really lovely being home in a bit of quiet and of course you know we've got lots of animals and everything here too which are really good therapy but um I think in the second week this is my second week home um the first week kind of went by in a blur and then this week it's been a little bit more of that um you know mind chatter um and as much as I think I've been adjusting really well I know when it's the last thing I think about at night and the first thing I wake up thinking about in the morning is where to from here you know at some deep subconscious level you're still trying to process what's going on so um for me always for me when I'm having those kind of surges of adrenaline or you know whatever's happening um I have to burn it off so I walk and try and get exercise out so burn that out of the system as much as possible and then I do spend time you know with horses which actually requires you to be focused on them and nothing else so it's a bit like meditation so if I wasn't doing that I'd probably do some form of meditation yes Um, and I'm just at that point now where I'm actually beginning to sort of see the clutter in my head and starting to go you know um let's just put that aside for a while or let's think about that actually that's a priority you actually still do need to think about how you're going to pay your mortgage so don't (laughs) park that one too soon so yeah starting to file away all these thoughts and starting to really look at what's going on and and you know there's always those things where when you're actually feeling or experiencing an emotion it's like push it away you actually do have to experience it yes Um, yeah, and then I'm just really a really good tip yeah. actually to, to sit yeah. sit with the yeah, feelings, sit, sit with the stress. It. Yeah. Exactly. Sit with yeah. it, understand the actual intensity of it, and then you can sort of start to unpack it a bit, but don't kind of dismiss it because it just sort of amplifies it. So that's kind of where I'm at the moment. I'm sort of just sitting with it all and um doing what I can as I said, to get rid of some stress and anxiety through exercise and focusing attention on other things. But, um, yeah, beginning to sit down and really look, really look hard at what's going on emotionally. So that's where I'm at, Fleur. 
Fantastic, yeah. I mean, it's um, it's a journey, isn't it? Which is a cliche, but it is for everyone. And and no one's an expert on surviving a pandemic. No, so not like there's any sort of book on this, or you know, no, no one's, no one, everyone's just coming at it from their own experiences and their own context. And um, I think that's a really good point that you made because that's something that I'm trying to do as well around sitting you know, naming the stress, kind of naming the thoughts and the feelings. That's something that uh, my, you know, life coach who's a psychologist, she's always taught me that um, to to actually just observe and name your thoughts. So when I start to get a bit overwhelmed, I just, just sit and, and say, oh, there's that worried thought again, you know, there's that... Um, you know, anxiety around making ends meet. Um, and it's really strange. As soon as you put it into words, it's it's like I, I did read something the other day. I'll, I'll find it and put it in the podcast episode notes about it moves. You probably know this, Kim, with your psych degree. It moves the thought from one part of your brain, the kind of fight or flight part, whatever that's called, amygdala. 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 Into another part around that helps your executive function. So it actually yeah. helps your body move it from that kind of stress zone in your brain to um, the kind of planning and problem solving part of your brain as soon as you put words on it. And you can, and sometimes I even say it out loud. Um, if I'm, you know, on my own, I just say, oh, there's that worried thought about money again. And uh, that's been really helpful for me um, because yeah. it, it does, it, it puts you in a, a different space in your brain. Yeah. And just, just on that, um, thinking about it, and you just said saying it out loud and then writing it down. Oh, that's and a good point too, yes. What the point, the reason I say this, because quite often what you, how you think about something, how you speak about something and what you write about it, are often three very different versions of the truth. True. (laughs) It's a very good exercise in getting clarity and going, oh, particularly when you write things, you go, oh, I didn't know I, gee, did I think that about myself? Really? Like it can actually get quite revealing and quite scary. Hence why everyone's, you know, talking about journaling all the time, right? But it does actually, you know, it does kind of like require different, yeah, functioning cognitive functioning to do these things differently so it does kind of tend to give you different variations of what you think you may be thinking and doing so I'll just add that little yeah and and actually it's a really good point you made because one of the things that I'm noticing about myself is um I've always been a pretty good sleeper and I haven't been sleeping well the last week or so like really struggling to get to sleep in a way that I never have before. Now, I've got to do a little bit of a controlled experiment on it because I think I'm having way too much caffeine during the day. I think when you're at home and you want to take a break and you kind of want something to do and that's that whole kind of, you know, putting, I don't know, rather than eating something, I'll think I'll just have a coffee and, um, yeah, maybe that's part of it. But what I've been trying to do the last couple of nights is with a notepad next to the bed, actually just write down. If I'm lying there without being able to fall fall asleep, writing down what's on my mind. And it's almost like once you've written it down, um, it gives your brain permission to shut off then 
because I think some of what happens is um, I'm thinking of ideas or problem solving and I think part of it is worried, what me worrying that I'm going to forget. So by yeah. writing things down, it actually takes it out of my brain and, it, yeah, I feel like it's helping a little bit but I think I've got to slowly... Um, wind my caffeine consumption back because if I do it too quickly I'll get really yeah. bad headaches. It works. <laughs> basically I'm an addict. Yeah. yeah. But it is those little things like I'm burning off adrenaline by doing exercise or something, but but you've also got to regulate your caffeine intake. So there's those little yeah actions that you can take. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to change the world dramatically, but damn it, they're going to actually contribute quite significantly. Yes, to yeah, you. yeah. And I'm exercising yeah. too, so I'm, I'm walking yeah. an hour every day and, you know, it's part of yeah. how I've come to this podcast idea because I've been listening to so many podcasts while I've been out working, walking, sorry, because uh, I had to stop going to the gym. Um, yeah. So, and walking's better in me I mean I'm not obviously getting I'm, I'm doing a little bit of strength training on my own but um mainly I'm, I'm just doing the walking and um yeah, yeah so yeah. letting it out as well but there's no two ways about it it's that I mean there's lots of stuff going around on Twitter and and Facebook and everything people you know memes about what time does coffee stop and what time does wine start each day you know oh, yeah. because everyone's I think just yeah I mean it is it's a it's it's part of I think the public health concern in this crisis, isn't it, that we're we're um, using other crutches, you know, because we're at home, um, where yeah, we've got more access to our vices, I guess, than we would in a workplace. <laughs> the fridge is right there. It's like a work. I've been talking. No, I'm not. I'm at home in the kitchen all day. So, yeah. <laughs> someone was saying there was a really funny thread on Twitter yesterday. Someone was talking about like, oh my god, the 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 cooking, washing up, cooking, washing up thing is just driving me bananas because I guess everyone's at home, so. There's just so much more eating at home going on and then so many more dishes and men and women are both like feeling like all they do all day is kind of prepare meals and do dishes, you know, and then there was this yeah. whole thing around, um, I've lost my train of thought. Anyway, yeah, so it was this this uh, this this thread. I thought it was quite funny because people, yeah, were just like, wow, you know, we're all home. It's a whole different environment and and, and challenges along with that. Anyway, so, um, but, yeah, I think there's a couple of, yeah, I'm, I'm um, it's even just nice being able to say it out loud together. Like, yeah, writing stuff down, saying it out loud um, can really help with, um, with, just processing what you're going through. Um, so, yeah, that idea of journaling. Um, I'm actually always a big fan, I think you know this, Kim, of, of actually just doing voice memos on my phone as sort of journal yeah. entries because you can always transcribe them if you want to get a written form of it. But it's just um, a moment in time just journaling where you're at, you know, by, by recording a voice memo. I've done them for years. I, you know, did voice recordings when I was on the way to the hospital to have my daughter you know just just to capture that moment in time you know it'll it'll live on forever that how I was at that moment so um I certainly wasn't going to be writing down in a diary <laughs> while I was having contractions but yeah <laughs> I don't I don't actually do that 
the voice recordings, but I'm, I'm going to have a crack at that. Like I've never actually done that. I've oh, my God. I've done interviews or something I was writing, but yeah, yeah. I've self sort of thing, which I'm I'm all about. I'm always talking to myself, so why not record Yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> and then, you, as so, I said, yeah. you can transcribe yeah. it and it can become part of a blog or or just yeah, um there's some pretty good, I mean, transcription's always a bit fraught. It's always better to get a person, pay a person to do it or do it yourself, mm. but it's pretty time consuming. But I mean, what else have we got time to do now? But That's right. um, That's yeah, yeah, I think, you know, if you're going to talk about, you know, creating some content out of what wow. you're doing, then yeah, it's often a really good way to do it because it's less like sitting down to actually just write or type at a computer. It can be a real block, whereas just actually turning your phone on and just blah, 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 uh, I find it's a really, um, really great way to get things out of my system. So um, that's another little tip. Yeah, and I think, again, further to that, just in terms of getting things out of your system, like just what you've just said now sort of tweaks some thinking for me, like I love a whiteboard. Yeah. What I get down on a whiteboard is very, again, vastly different to what I might type on my PC. Yes. Give me a lot of Post-it notes and I'll go to town on those. So I think for everyone, finding the way that you write. So it's not just about opening up a Word document and writing your thoughts. It can be anything. Quite often what I've also found just in terms of writing as well is if I was trying to write something, you know, like um, whether it was like maybe a media release or something, I found staring at like a Word document like really um, imposing or the pressure. Yes. So I just crack open a, um, an email and like email myself, you know, because it's just something a little less formal about it and the less formal awesome. I felt about writing. Really, the more, yeah, more relaxed the flow was. So it's kind of, I don't know, there's you know, no one rule for anything and I just think if you feel like you write better in a different way, in a different format or context, great, fantastic. And it's, you know, there's always the edit, so just get it down if that's what you want to do. But then, yes, doing the voice recordings as well, I mean, amazing. Or texting yourself. I mean, you know, there's all these ways to get it out and um, no one rule, you know, no one. And I, I wish I could say I have a journal by the side of my bed, but I, I don't. I'm kind of like the queen of scraps of paper <laughs> no no mine scraps of paper it's just a little notepad. It? Okay. it's not a journal no no god no 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 and occasionally when I'm when I'm cleaning up I'll find like I, I reckon oh, I have, I've got like six or seven beautiful you know bound hard copy books journals yeah that I've written one entry at the start yeah. of yeah. Oh, good <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like that person that, yeah, finds that scrap under the bed and went, Is that my, that's a really good thought. I can't believe that's been missing for six months and I didn't even know it. My, yes. problem is, my problem is I'm so sentimental and I've got slight hoarder tendencies. So yeah. I've still got the box of Post-it notes that I took when I left the University of Technology, Sydney. So just for our listeners, that's where we met. We both worked at at UTS. And um, because I'm worried that there's going to be like a phone number on there or or some like amazing pearl of wisdom. (laughs) I know, I know. I need to probably, yeah, process that, don't I? Um, Yeah, I'm just sort of looking 
on my old, so this is like the old study area, desk area that I used to use like a couple of years ago here and I've only really sort of cracked the door open on it and I'm finding post-it notes everywhere. So now I'm just going to sort of like gather them up and think, did I have some kind of stroke of genius, you know, two and a half years ago, the last time I sat here and it's sitting here on a post-it note somewhere. So it's a good motivation for a bit of a clean-up too. Yes. Like clean-up, win-win, yes. clean-up, great. Yeah. Fine. Wells of wisdom, even better. Yeah. <laughs> or a $5 note if you're lucky yeah. or something. <laughs> I'm just going to say so far there's nothing worth keeping. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I suspect about mine as well, yeah. but it's just, yeah, it is, it's a, it's a bit of a little um, OCD or something inside me. Yeah. Like I, it's, a, it's a sentimentality as well. Like, because when you do look through that stuff, inevitably there is something where you go, oh, I remember that. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, but yeah, life's too busy, isn't it? In reality. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I, I need to let go. Um, and, and maybe that's another tip as well. I mean, I think a lot of people are talking about using this time if they've got it and and that's another sort of argument because I think some people have got a lot of time other people have got less time now because even though they might not be working they're caring for people and stuff like that but um you know cleaning up tidying up reorganizing maybe we can do an episode on kind of getting yourself organized to to go forward um um Anyway, yeah, so that's, I think, a reasonably good starting point, Kim. Is there anything else you want to talk about in terms of tips or should we save something for episode two? Well, the only other thing I will say, and, and again, it's just through having these conversations like right now and my thinking is that my moving forward, whatever that means, is probably not going to be in inverted commas the right order. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not like I'm going to do, right, sit down, redo LinkedIn and the resume and look for a job and, you know, like there's going to be no right order to what I do. At the moment I'm kind of thinking I need to find some new inspiration or a glimpse into the future that I kind of want for myself, which is probably not, you know, the best use of time in um, in terms of finding another job, but for me, where I'm at right now, that's kind of what I need to think about. You know, that's I a just really great insight. No I think, order, yeah, no I, order to just people. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a really good good point because I think we all put pressure on ourselves to follow some sort of, yeah. you know, yeah. top the ten, top ten process yeah. to to get get ahead or whatever, and. Um, um, you know, and when we talked about this podcast, that was definitely part of the idea was just to to freeform it, to hopefully come up with a couple of gems that people can take away each episode, um, but not to be prescriptive and, and, I mean, who are we to be prescriptive anyway? We're just people talking about it. As I said, there's no expert on this. No. (laughs) no one's got a phd in you know coming out the other end of a pandemic um yet 
yet. <laughs> yet, yeah. <laughs> so um, that's a yeah, it's a really good point because I think yeah, yeah. we are going to all come, everyone's going to come at it differently, and different things are going to work for people at different times. But I'll try and put a whole lot of um, resources in the um, the the episode notes as we go forward, but. Perhaps we'll um, just talk a little bit about next steps. As I said, no schedule on this. We'll try and get another podcast out when we can, maybe after the Easter long weekend. Stay at home, yeah. everyone. No yes. unnecessary travel. <laughs> We're getting text messages Definitely. from the gut. Did you get your text mes- message from the government yesterday? Telling Did you I? Stay home? Yeah, stay home for um, Easter. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> maybe they don't have my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Very odd. <laughs> oh goodness! My like group, which um, yeah, I'm with Telstra, so maybe I don't know. Okay, yeah. don't know. Anyway, maybe you get a different one when you're on a different net, different day. Anyway, um, and yeah, um, I guess subscribe, guys. There'll there'll be more than one episode, I think, and um, we'll start a Facebook group, I think, so people can share their stories and <clears throat> chip in and give people advice. Um, we'll get all the Twitter and all of the, you know, accounts set up. Not too many, though. I think it just gets a bit overwhelming. Oh, um, um, but anyway, we'll um, we'll publish this ASAP and mm-hmm. let us know what you think um, in uh, the comments. That would be great. Thanks, everyone, for right. listening. Thanks, Kim. Any final words? Um, no, look, I'm just my week ahead. Yep. Um, at this point in time, I am looking at, you know, thinking about what I may wish to do in terms of maybe it's a whole new career. So I am going to start exploring things that inspire me. Maybe it's things that I've read or seen. But one of the things I want to do is try and take some action Um, and also think about the things that I would like to do. If I could be someone else for a day, who would that be? Oh wow! And why? Why would I be that person? And and why am I not doing that? <laughs> you know, yes. so just trying to get some pushing my thinking a little bit, and it's not too hard. It's kind of almost fun, um, but it might sort of reveal like what my as I always go. You know, my I don't have enough X. You know, what is that X? Is that I don't have enough money, education, motivation, faith in myself. What is that? Like what yeah. is that thing yep. that may be holding you back? So that that's what I'm going to be. So next week I'll be able to tell you, you know, who I pretended to be, yeah. <laughs> why I pretended to be that person yep. and what it was about that that kind of really made me a little bit, you know, um, kind of revealed something about myself and where I am at the moment. What a brilliant exercise to do. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to do yeah. that as well. What a great idea. Oh, if you come up with any um, writing around that, can you um, yeah. can you um, email yourself? Don't look at a blank word document. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> it'll be on scraps of paper under my bed. Yeah. Could you do that? Be, I'll be take a photo of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'll be. And then I'll I'll read them out on voice voice memo. Read them out on voice memo. Exactly. We'll do it our own way, in our own time, in our own way, which we all should be doing. Yeah. So, yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. That's a really great tip just to think about, yeah. you know, who who is it I, I want to be and, um, mm. yeah, yeah. 
That's fantastic. Well, Kim, thank you so much for your time today. And, um, yeah, look forward to speaking with you next time and we'll, um, we'll, we'll come up with some more stuff for episode two. Absolutely. Thank you. It was heaps of fun. And it was yeah. actually the conversation revealed so much. Yeah. You know, looking forward to. So thanks a lot. Yeah. No, stay safe, everyone. Stay at home. Stay well. Yay to all of our frontline workers. And, uh, yeah, we'll sign off for now. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you.